Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. It's time for Silver and Black today, the post-game edition. The Raiders beat the Giants 30-6 to out at Allegiant Stadium. Wow. Uh, the team is under new management. Could you tell? Antonio Pierce gets his first win as the Raiders interim coach. Aiden O'Connell gets his first win as a starter for the Raiders in this big win. And uh, great to be with you guys. Great to be able to talk to you after win, after everything that's happened over the last couple weeks, after, of course, this week of tumult, firing of Josh McDaniels, firing of Dave Ziegler, the changeover, the stories we've heard since then with the players and everybody walking on eggshells no longer. They came out loose. They came out having fun, and it showed. Look, this is all the same face. This offense is is no different than than it was week one, except for quarterback. Um, <laughs> Michael, we got it. Murph's gone now. But um, different quarterback, Aiden O'Connell. It, it's remarkable to me that at any point, the coaching staff, and clearly it wasn't the coaching staff, it was the coach, didn't believe that Aiden O'Connell gave them the best chance to win. Uh, that doesn't mean, again, that he's not going to make mistakes. He will. He had a couple passes tonight that were errant. Luckily, there was no interceptions, no turnovers, no fumbles. They protected him pretty well over the entire game. And when he needed to make throws, he made throws. The throw to Trey Tucker for 50 yards, the longest play of the year, was, uh, was a beautiful one. Now, O'Connell, I'm sure if he told you, and we'll see after the after the press conference, I'm sure he would tell you he overthrew it a little bit. It's a little off, right? But Trey Tucker, because of his speed, was able to catch up with that and and haul it in. So, but the, but he doesn't have that that super arm. It's not it's not a super cannon. Okay, it's a cannon. It's the Irish cannon, but it's not the super cannon. But he does have enough. He has enough 
to stretch the field and to get downfield. So so with that, I think that you if you look at the situation, he gives you the best chance. Jimmy Garoppolo can't throw the ball. We didn't see any of that. Brian Hoyer can't throw the ball. So that was roster mismanagement. So you have Aiden O'Connell in there, and you see what happens. They go to the run early. This team, and if you listen to this show, Mo and I have been saying, have been saying since summertime, right? You have to, with this offense, and however they're going to change up the Josh McDaniels offense, we'll see. We saw a little bit of it tonight. Uh is you have to run the ball and you have to run the ball effectively. Now, the uh, problems with the offensive line, we saw some of those at the end of the game. Uh, it seemed to be they, they they laid off a little bit and we saw some of the the rushes coming through and, and them making some progress there. But overall, you got to look at what they were able to do with Josh Jacobs tonight. Josh Jacobs looked like Josh Jacobs. They also, I like the play design. The play design tonight or today, depending where you are, was to get Josh Jake and Jace Jacobs into space, get him outside at times. You saw some of those tosses. You saw some of him being able to run. You saw some quick passes. You also saw some slant passes, the big one to Jacoby Myers in the first half. You saw some things that we were all sitting there and saying throughout the course of the first several weeks, where is that stuff? Where's the two tight end sets? In, t- in fact, tonight they used a three tight end set, okay, for a short pass, the one that Michael Mayer did the moonwalk on. Those types of plays are in that playbook, but that coach wasn't using them. So we see them open up the offense with Josh Jacobs, and then we see them use the weapons that they have. Hunter Renfro, welcome back to the real world. Hunter Renfro, welcome back to the world of some receptions. You saw Aiden O'Connell in his first uh, eight passes go to five different receivers. He spread the ball around. That also tells you he saw the field nicely. He was looking at the progressions. And they went through this several times over the broadcast. And he could see the routes, right? He could see the routes. Both the other quarterbacks could not see these routes because often they would leave these routes open. So you look at that and you say, okay, here's where you go. But I do think that you look at all of these situations and you see that the Raiders should have been better than they are. Now, they sit there at four and five. But from the offense perspective, so bad in the offense. And you have to wonder... If they, if they played like they did tonight against Pittsburgh, if they played like they did tonight against Chicago, where would they be? I mean, it's a fair question to ask. And I think that, that look, you can't go back and change things. And by the way, this is my only word of caution. Okay, so I'll, I'll, the one wet blanket I'll throw today is today was great. Great opportunity, great performance overall. Sure, there was some things they got to fix. That's every game. But when you look at this, the key is you got to be consistent. So next week, they got to play a New York Jets team with a very good defense. So we'll see how they do there. And then you got two brutal ones in a row. You got Miami, and then you have Kansas City, okay, who played each other today with Kansas City uh, winning that one. Kansas City's offense is still not right, but their defense is much better, and they're just overall tough to beat. So, so you look at that, the Raiders have a tough three weeks before they get to the bye. Next week against the Jets, I think, is a very pivotal game. It's a good team, and they're going to have to be consistent like they were today. So they got to improve over today. The way they played today will not be good enough against the Jets, and the way they play against the Jets will not be good enough against the Dolphins. But you have hope, right? You finally have some hope that this team is gelling. They're they're preparing the right way. They feel invigorated, and that can go a long way. It just goes back to the point that they're going to have to be consistent. And if they're consistent, then who knows what can happen? Look, I'm not saying again, I'm not saying this team's going to make the playoffs, but I will say they can get better. They can help 
Otan- Antonio Pierce get the job full time if he wants it and if Mark Davis is open to that. Now, they have to do a search. That's under NFL rules, by the way. You can't just name him at the end of the season. He has to go through a whole search. But if they do, if he does well and this team performs well and progresses, because remember, guys, and I see you guys all in the chat. It's good to see everybody. Um, but remember, I've always said, and we've always said here on this show, that you wanted to see progress with this team. You know, it wasn't it wasn't that you lose some of these games to better teams or that you make mistakes because you got a rookie at a quarterback. It's simply, are you progressing? The defense, as I mentioned earlier, defense has given up three touchdowns in two games. Okay, now the Giants are terrible, but the, the obviously the Lions are a good team. They scored one of their touchdowns late after the Raiders' defense had been on the field the entire game. So I'll give them that. And, and But three touchdowns in two games. That's remarkable for a defense that's starting to come along and starting to kind of find itself. Yes, it's got holes, right? It's got some injuries too, but it's playing well. Patrick Graham has that unit going well. Eight sacks tonight. I mentioned earlier, the last time the Raiders had eight sacks was in 2010, 13 years ago. So that shows you, okay, so maybe maybe they're making steps. You just got to take one game at a time. I said this even before the Lions game and people were making fun of me. I know Josh McDaniels was there at the time. But you just never you never know in this league. It's it's a league of attrition. Look what happens with the 49ers, 5 and 0. Now they've lost three straight. Questions about Brock Purdy, right? You see Miami now. Miami I still think is going to be a good team. They're not all the way there yet. But look what's happened to them over the last few weeks, right? All that huge offense has kind of been where is it? Cuz they got hit in the mouth a couple times. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So the Raiders can do that. If the Raiders can take on the type of attitude and culture that Antonio Pierce talked to us about in his introductory press conference, then anything can happen. Yes, Raider 27. This is what progress looks like. (laughs) And that's the thing. It's a week-to-week league, so you just want to see your team get better. I know all of you are realistic, and I know you'd love for your team to get to the to the playoffs and you'd love for your team to get to the Super Bowl, especially this year it's in Las Vegas. But you just want to see that your team is getting better. When it was getting worse every week, that was hard. It was hard to take. It was hard to cover from my perspective just because what do you want to do? Come on here and just talk about how terrible things are? No, you don't. You rather enjoy a win and talk about some good performances. And uh, again, you got to talk about when you talk about good performances for the Raiders, you have to talk about Max Crosby, right? Max Crosby tonight... Today, for those of you on the West Coast, uh, three sacks out of those Raider eight sacks. You look at that uh, from a defensive standpoint. Uh, who else had a sack? Let's see. We had Crosby with three, Trayvon Morig with with one, Malcolm Kuntz with one, uh, Butler with one, and also Bilal Nichols with one. And uh, Tyree Wilson had a half a sack. The rookie had a half a sack. So, Again, it was it was a performance. Of course, you had Amik Robertson and Nate Hobbs with the interceptions. I went over the 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 offensive statistics earlier as well. So Josh Jacobs, 26 carries, 98 yards, two touchdowns. 
Uh, 3.8 average. He had a 4.1 average before the last running play where he got brought back. He actually had over 100 yards rushing, which is good. The Raiders needed that. But uh, with the loss of yardage on the last play that he ran in, uh, he went under 100 and went under four yards. But still, very great, pro- very good progress for him as well. And then, of course, Trey Tucker had three catches, or excuse me, two catches, 52 yards. Jacoby Myers, two for 38. Devontae Adams, four for 34. Hunter Renfro, two for 32. Abdullah, two for 17. So again, the ball was spread around a lot. You look at offensive plays, the Raiders had 59. You'd like to see that a little higher. Uh, They had 209 yards uh, passing, four penalties for 30 yards. The Giants had three penalties for eight yards. Go figure. So it was a pretty low penalty game, which is nice on both sides. Giants with the two turnovers. And that's the thing I said earlier. The Raiders protected the ball today, and you have to you have to appreciate that from the rookie because that's that's been part of the problem. And somebody said on X.com tonight they were they said something like, "I hope I hope uh, Aiden O'Connell goes into the press conference and say clearly it's not preseason." <laughs> so, but he did the way protect the ball, and uh, and and that's that's always good. As I see my my cousin Medina in the chat, hey. Hey, Cuzzy, how you doing? Uh, but anyway, this was something that that I think everybody really wanted to see, the fact that you made progress. Now, we could look at some of the things that weren't done, and we will. We'll do that in the last segment because I think there's some good points here, and that is, again, with progress, you have to also recognize what weren't you able to do. Second half, the Raiders, if you look at their possessions, the Raiders uh, did not have a touchdown in the second half, clearly, as the score would tell you. Uh, but you look at possessions, and I'm going over there to take it out, but uh, the Raiders' possessions in the second half, field goal, two punts, three punts, uh, two field goals, three punts, and uh, gave it up on downs, which was really the end of the game. That's what they just gave the ball back instead of kicking a field goal. So they could have had three field goals technically, but clearly they did not move the ball well in the second half. Sometimes you see that with a big lead in a team, but I think with a team like this, uh, I think Antonio Pierce probably pulled them back a little bit. And I know a lot of you were saying, no, you got to put your foot on the gas. And I agree with that. But the, the, the lead that they had and the fact that the Giants had DeVito, a quarterback, um, who didn't do pretty, pretty, pretty bad. I mean, he did pretty bad at first, excuse me. And then he kind of turned it on a little better towards the end of the game uh, when the Raiders were playing him a little more soft. But, you know, you look at that situation, I, I think he didn't want to put Aiden O'Connell in a position where he was going to make mistakes and take away from what is a really big confidence-building performance. And I think that goes for the Raiders. And I know some of you will disagree with me out there, and I'm not saying they overtly did it. I think towards the end of the game they did. And got a lot more conservative with the play calling. So it's progression, right? So now against the Jets, you're not going to be able to do that. With the Jets, the Jets can 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 stop you on defense significantly their offense is hit and miss obviously as you know with Wilson but I do think that the Raiders uh, much much needed game for them to get right in the head they got right in the head in the locker room and off the field with the change in personnel and coach and and GM and now they needed to now they need to get right on the field and they took a step towards that right it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a work in progress that's the way I'll say it. it's a work in progress, as you guys know. And I think that 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 is important and they will get there. How far they go, we don't know yet. But I do think that um, those types of situations, because the Raiders have not had a win where they built a big lead and held it, right? So that's good. They built big leads and blown them under Josh McDaniels. Now they built one and they kept that they kept that margin. It never got so close that you were concerned including down the end. So they, they, they took off a little bit of the edge 
and they cruise to the win. So that was good. I'm going to take our final break here when we come back. Let's talk about some of the things the Raiders need to work on coming out of this game. Some of the observations I had. I also want to see some of your observations. So all of you in the YouTube chat, if you're on Facebook chat or you're on Twitter, x.com, whatever you want to call it, let us know there and we will get to those questions here in a minute. You are listening to and watching the post-game edition of Silver and Black today. I'm Scott Branson, your host. I will be back right after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 